Hello and welcome to the Friendship News Hour. Today is December the 6th, 2021. And this is the Friendship News Hour, presented to you by Bummer Dude Media. My name is Frank. His name is Michael Lopez. What's up, brother? What's up, my dude? Uh, before we get started here, um, I got to pay the bills, which is kind of disingenuous statement because this podcast generates absolutely no revenue. But if we did, uh, it would be because of these fine folks right here, Gun Barrel Coffee. Uh, you've heard the spiel before every dollar uh, that you spend with them. Every time you make a purchase, a dollar goes to veteran and first responder organizations. Uh, very, very good folks and delicious coffee. If it was morning time, I'd be drinking it, but it's evening time, so I'm drinking whiskey. Go get yourself some gun barrel coffee. All right. What's up, dude? Bro, what is going on? You know what I just uh, saw today and I was like dying to tell you? I don't know if What's you know it? about it. I didn't even know about it. The Van Gogh immersive experience. Have you heard about heard that? This. I've heard of this. Dude, I was. It came up on my feed. And Is that I don't, here? It's all over like 20 cities, I want to say. I think oh, it's worldwide. Shit. And it's in the closest one is in LA. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. They have like these walls, right? And I think it's just projection screen, but you're like inside the painting in like a 3D experience. Dude, that's what's up. Dude, fucked up paintings. Shroom, for <laughs> sure. I could definitely see people dropping acid and going in here and get lost. Why not? Dude, it looks they're setting it up for you. They're teeing up the ball. Yeah, if you All like, you do if you it. Google it, you'll like, you're like inside the painting. That is dope. I'd be down. I don't know a damn thing about Van Gogh, but either. But like being inside a Starry Night, that's kind of yeah, kind right. Of intense. And you're you're there. Yeah. Thinking about it. Are you an art guy? You're not an art guy, are you? Nah, not really. I mean, we went when we went to London, we went to the art museum, which is like one of the most popular ones in the world. And we spent like four hours in that bitch. It was like a maze. It's it's cool because there are some Van Goghs and there are some like other famous paintings there. And it's just it's kind of surreal. It's almost like it's like five feet away from you. And you're like, there's no way this is the actual real painting. It has to be a replica thing has to be. Because then you're, yeah, instantly, you're instantly thinking about, like, fucking National Treasury. You're like, right. if I take this painting out the wall, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm dipping, bro. Who's stopping me? Who's stopping me? Hey, seriously, though. Because, like, all they have is a turnstile at the front, right? Like, they don't have armed guards and shit. I don't know. I think they do have, like, high-end security for sure. We just don't see them. And I would imagine they have a lot of cameras, but... And that thing's probably, like, bolted onto the wall. Yeah. But it was just way... It was just, like, you could, like, literally have dirty fingers and touch it. And, like, no one... There's nothing stopping you, you know, other than yeah, probably like, weird because there is no glass in front of it. It's just the painting. Not when we were there. There's a little rope that you can cross, but like, yeah, that's wild, man. I uh, you big see, that's guy? the thing though. If I were to saw, if I were to see a Van Gogh, somebody would have to tell me why it was so spectacular. I could see something and be like, I appreciate what it took for you to see that vision and put it on canvas, but like, I don't know what it means to like see a Van Gogh. Yeah, They've been I, struck by a painting. You know. Yeah, I think like, I guess the general and the all of it is that he did it so far ago and it kind of is now like the set point of like, I don't know, whatever water painting he was using or brush or brush strokes. He kind of like invented that style, I guess. So I guess he is like the godfather of the Mount Rushmore of that painting style. It's like the same thing with like Leonardo da Vinci and all that shit. And all, like the dude had drawings of like helicopters, you know. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I heard uh, I heard this the other day, and I've heard it before. Like, I've heard it, like, for probably, like, the past 10 years. But every time I hear this, 
it blows my mind that Picasso lived in the 21st century or the 20th century. Oh, that's to say. Yeah. Blows my mind. Yeah, Every time I, I hear Picasso, I think of like the 16, 17. Yeah, because you're automatically like thinking of all the uh, all the greats back in the days. Yeah, but he died in like the 50s. Yeah, I, I know of that. Constant Reminder is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Midnight in Paris, he's in that movie. Picasso. Dude, such, such a, a good movie. movie. Yeah. I love that movie. I love that movie too. It sucks because the, the director's a little weirdo, but he makes some good is fucking that, films. Is that Polanski or... Uh, the guy uh, who married his daughter. Didn't he rape her? No. Nah. See, this is how much I know about this kind of stuff. Woody um, Allen? Woody Allen. Yes. Yep. He married I his knew there was some sketchy adopted daughter, which is not illegal. That's, that's, what, that's what people are... Or giving him guff about this got to be more than that. I mean, but no, weird, he but like, yeah, he like a, he like raised her when she was like a baby, baby. Oh, that's super weird. Yeah, it wasn't like she just came in; and she was like sixteen, seventeen, or something like that, or even like you know, older. But yeah, super weird. Makes some great movies though. He was in uh, Bugs Life, right? Was what? he or Ants? He was in one of those. Woody Allen. What the fuck? He married his daughter. Yeah, Wait, Asian. I gotta hold on. So weird. Yeah. It's, so it's, was he like? He was kind of blacklisted for a little bit, but I just, I know he's obviously a great director and he's kind of like, you know, one of the top ones when it comes to like independent films or artsy films. So a lot of people just gravitate to him because he does have some really good scripts, as you can see from Midnight in Paris. Yeah, Fuck I'm it. looking That's at an his... amazing movie. It's one of my favorites. I didn't know he directed that. I really do like that movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, so perfect with fucking Owen Wilson because he's such like a, a bland person who plays that character so well because all the other characters are like so strong and he's just very bland. And yeah, so he, well. he, he does always look and feel and act like he's like been taken by surprise at every second. Wow, every wow, wow. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, but like the guy who played Wilson. Ernest Hemingway is fucking amazing. Um, right, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find out about what you're saying. I knew there was some sort of stigma with the guy. I just know he married his adopted daughter. I'm pretty sure he adopted or his stepdaughter. He was with Mia Farrow. Who that? Mia Farrow. She's an actress. Why does that sound familiar? Um, I don't know. Frank Sinatra, huh? Oh wow. The webs we weave. She was with Frank Sinatra. Here we go. Soon Yi Priven and Allen in 2009. So they were together. Okay. So it looks like Mia Farrow had this kid with another dude. She adopted this girl from Seoul, South Korea, because she had been abandoned. Oh, because uh, he... Oh, he. so he didn't legally adopted her. He married... That's still weird, bro. And they're still together? Farrow found nude photographs of Previn in, in Allen's home... Then 56 told Pharaoh he had taken the photos the day before prostitutes. He had sex with her. What the hell? This is going to take some time to un- un- unravel. Yeah, I don't mean to open up uh, the, all of the Hollywood fucking marrying their adopted kids. Yeah, don't know much about this guy. Well, yeah, I just know he's a good actor or a good uh, director. Yeah, before I press any more judgment, you should definitely take a, a look at uh, uh, Midnight Paris if you've never seen it. It's fantastic. It's so good. It is really good. Um, hey, so you know there was that uh, shooting in Michigan last week? Yeah, I don't know much about it. Um, well, 
I don't want to talk about the shooting in general. There's just a cool little story that came out of it I wanted to share. Well, you know, we always talk about bad shit, and I heard this story. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. Um, so one of the kids that was shot, um, it was, like, fatal, right? Like, he was basically proclaimed dead. Yeah. But they were able to keep him kind of on life support because uh, he was an organ donor. So he's going to donate his organs and the family's all there saying their goodbye in the hospital. Very, very sad. Very Jesus tragic. Christ. And there's like this little, I don't know, you've probably seen it in hospitals before. It's like a, it's like a glass walkway, like a skyway that connects two buildings made of glass. Like the, like it. a bridge. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and hundreds of people are gathered right outside this bridge because that's where the family would walk through after they had said goodbye to their son. 17-year-old son. So they're walking past this, and there's hundreds of people standing out there, which is cool in and of itself, but they're in Detroit, Michigan. It's like 30 degrees outside. So hundreds of people standing in the frozen cold waiting for this family to cross. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. thought it was kind of cool to share. No, that seems cool. I heard um, there was a football player that, like, sacrificed himself pretty much and threw himself onto the shooter. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how the story goes, that yeah. he, he was trying to rush the shooter and he got shot and this past week this past weekend when Michigan played in the Big 10 championship they wore his number plus uh stars for the other kids that died in the shooting his number was 42 and they scored 42 points hey what do you know what do you know yeah i heard about that and then i saw the lions they won the first game he dedicated the game ball to the to that entire you know unfortunate Dang. you know how much you fucking suck as a football team when this is what inspires you to win your first football game? Yeah. Bunch of sorry losers. Not only that, I, th- I feel like it was not necessarily fate, but I just feel like Minnesota just is that team to let a, a, a no-win <laughs> right. team beat them. Right. The the Chargers of the North. Dude, seriously. Especially with Kirk Cousins. That is cool, though. I didn't I didn't make that connection that Detroit won their first game. Yeah. Yeah, he went happened. to the meeting and he, was, he said the game ball and – Hey, you wanted to dedicate it to the families and stuff like that. Yeah, That's what's up. I like super, that coach. I like him too. It's super unfortunate that it's yes that bad yeah. of a team. But to yeah. be honest, like I would much rather like watch the Lions than the Seahawks or the Bears right now. Cause, like hey, the Seahawks squeaked one out yesterday. They did, dude. Pittsburgh. What the fuck yeah. happened there? Yeah, that was wild. How do they win? They just got pummeled by the Bengals, who just got pummeled by the Chargers, Chargers. who just got pummeled by the Broncos. Yeah, Dude, I'm a, telling you, this has been the weirdest NFL season, man. It's anybody's game. It seriously is. Who's who's winning right now? Uh, I've been paying attention. You know, Eli and Peyton's on. Guys, if you uh, definitely watch Monday Night Football, uh, ESPN2 is Peyton and Eli, and I definitely recommend that. It's way, way more exciting. Yeah, super unpolished, but like entertaining as as all. Yeah, but that's the way it should be because it's it's gotten well too it's gotten too polished to the point that newcomers try to act like you know the the people who've done it before, and it's, it's it doesn't work. Yeah, it's cool that they can get them all on uh, through like this through like Zoom, but I, they need to fix that delay. Yeah, this is the only the only drawback about it, and it happens on this show. The, all yeah, the, time. the production isn't isn't uh, valued at that much. But the delay also, like when when somebody's talking, trying to make a point, or a play happens, and like there's like a little moment of silence, and two people start talking at once. 
it gets a little jumbled, but no, it's it's tremendous. It's worth a watch. Eleven to seven right now in the third. Who's Pats winning? Over the Bills. Oh, I, and snowy that, Buffalo. Dude, that weather looked terrible. Yeah, man. There's a bunch of people on Barstool Sports. They're taking their shirts off, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know." What people are talking about it's, it's a brisk, it's a brisk <laughs> evening out here. They live for that shit in Buffalo. What else is there to do, Frank? Seriously, drink beer, get blacked out, and go Bills. What was the coldest you've ever been to in Toledo? Like football game wise? No, just like or just in general? Like you kill myself wise? Seven. Negative seven? Does it all like mesh? Like after like ten degrees? Um, no, dude. For sure, a thirty degrees is way different than a fifteen, and like a fifteen is way different from a seven. And then once you get to like, it's not, it's not. What's like dangerous to be outside? It's just how long you're outside. That's no, I is. understand that. But like if, if you're just like dead of winter, February, it's four degrees outside at 7 p.m. Um, like if you smoke two cigarettes, you'll like you'll be in, in trouble. Like one cigarette, smoke a cigarette, that's crazy. get the fuck Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't take a walk to the market or anything oh, down no, the street. No, no, no. You're not going anywhere unless you like need to, you know? That's why I kept saying, dude, I'll, I'm, it's the best example that I could ever give for people in California that never or anywhere that have never experienced a winter was lockdown. Oh, yeah, without that's the weather. That's what winter is, bro. That's what winter is. You're just inside all the time because... Well, not because you're scared of your life, but kind of. You just not like you're like fuck, dude. Like we're what are we missing? We'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm not going outside. It's a, it's it's legit a struggle to go out of your house because you got to layer up. You got to put everything on. You gotta make sure you have a coat and gloves and hat. And fuck, uh, I don't want to do that. Not only that, but I remember you telling me you had to de-ice your windshield at like four in the morning before you went yeah, to work. Yeah, that blows. Yeah. Although, <sighs> although. You know, right now, I'm sure a lot more cars are being made, like, self-starting cars. Oh, and... Yeah. Never had that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to go... And that's it. Like, just going outside. It's either you go outside and start your car, but, like, if you're in a rush, then you have to de-ice. You can't I mean, you won't be able to see. Uh, so, you have to, like, scrape that shit off. Dude, it's so annoying. And then if it snows... Is it pretty thick? Night, you gotta... Nah, usually not. Actually, the worst of it is, nice like... Nice little crust. Is, like, late winter. Because everything's thawing, so it gets wet and then it freezes, and then it and then that's the kind of stuff that like it's kind of hard to get off. But but the worst of it, the absolute worst of it, is shoveling. Yeah, that's the absolute worst of it. Your everything, like your ears are hot because they're covered. You're like sweating inside, but like your it's cold nose is like frozen off. Yeah, dude, it's it's brutal. Big ups, man. A lot of people live in that shit, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. A lot of people live in that shit. I can't. It's just, uh, yeah, like four feet of snow in your driveway, and some like places in like Wisconsin and stuff. No, thank you. What am I supposed to coat, man? What that, am I supposed to do with that? You know, is there business? Is there businesses like out here, like gardeners, but instead of it's like, take the fucking snow out of your driveway? Well, a lot of times that's like a like a municipal cost like the the city or the county will make that happen but the last place i lived in in toledo for whatever reason i think because it was a cul-de-sac the city just didn't go down it they were like we just can't we just can't make it happen you're kind of on your own (laughs) so our next door neighbor covered the entire street bro he would be up in like four o'clock in the morning it's two degrees outside 
blowing snow and he was out there on his little on his little uh tractor with the what, what am i thinking of I don't even know what what tools they use. It's like a specific thing. It's like a lawnmower or a snow blower. No, he. Yeah, kind of. It's just like a. It's almost. It was almost like an ATV. It's like a fucking. uh, But with a. What am I? What's the part? How come I can't think of it? That's how far removed I am from snow. What's the big shovel in the front of the trucks that they use? Oh, um, um, like bulldozing it, kind of tractor. What is that called? It's gonna piss me off that I don't know this. It will come to me. Anyway, um, plow, a snowplow. Oh, well, yeah. I wasn't going to get that, bro. Snowplow Homer. Um, but, yeah, it, it. this neighbor would go out on his, on his like ATV with a little plow on the front of it, and he would get the street. Never asked anybody for nothing. He just did it. Do you do all, of, like, the cul-de-sac ring? Or he the whole entire do, street? He would just do the whole street. So, like, think of, like, uh, think of, like, the length of your street at home edgewater going down the street that whole street plus the plus like the end did you guys like get him laid or something he was like the 60 year five year old dude retired 65 had, year old people can't get laid frank i'm sure they could but he had a wife that's what i'm trying to say they're wholesome oh there. michael well i don't know they you share know? Se- separate values you know you may never know until you ask frank this is true that's funny. But you would always get that winter coat, too. You would always put on some pounds, man, because you just want to eat that warm meal. You know, nice, comforting, warm, fatty, just... And it's inevitable, man. Like, you just, like, gorge on and it's, pot pie. Yeah, especially it's during the holidays, too. Just oh, yeah. And that just kicks it off, dude. That's like, a, it's like the catalyst of it all. You have the holidays, and then you just roll into just straight, like, heavy beer and food season. Bro, it sucks so bad. Like, I wanted to run today, and I couldn't just because, like, the heater was on and it was like perfect and i was like there's no <laughs> way i'm getting up i've been there man hey speaking of of exercising or lack thereof there i saw this report and i guess it has some some sway some some weight to it no pun intended because it was published in the washington post but uh it says that over half of y- america's young people are either overweight or obese uh, of young people, what are what 56% are six percent of people aged eighteen to twenty five are overweight, or overweight or obese? They see, classify that w- overweight. I was about to as, say. So, like, if it, if a normal like eight percent body fat is normal, like, right? So they go by BMI. Yeah. If a normal BMI is twenty three point one body mass index. Overweight would be anything 27.7 and above. So about 18% of young people. Oh, wait, no. 24% of young people are overweight and 33% of young people are obese. So so obese is a BMI of. So essentially, so essentially, it's you're either fat or you're extremely fat. Yeah, pretty much. I would I would have to agree to that. That makes sense, especially makes after sense, this, right? especially after this pandemic. Oh, for sure. Bro. I mean, you for definitely sure. had you definitely had a lot of people trying to get in shape because there was nothing else to do. But at the same time, since there was nothing else to do and like streaming and everything inside house was like off the chain. Yeah, and and it made sense because. Man, I tell you, during that pandemic, I definitely picked up drinking as a habit. Nothing else to do. Oh, yeah, dude. Drinking? Yeah. 
all like why not yeah oh it's especially o'clock okay especially <laughs> it was during the summer and then like that lift happened for like a month and we went out to the pool the community pool or just mm-hmm. it's like a monday you know nothing else to do what's going on literally nothing in the world okay i'm gonna start drinking now dude did yeah, i dude did i tell you i ever i did that um that shipped stuff yeah dude it was they were asking for crazy incentives um or Shipped, adding them is the grocery store delivery right yeah, yeah yeah okay so during like the hype during like the pinnacle of like march april when people are like super scared we we didn't really know what was going on like the like the death toll or like we just knew it was spreading like a motherfucker especially in california everybody was kind of scared um that's when i was like screw it i'm not gonna you know there's nothing to do fucking made like two thousand dollars in a week just from all the incentives and like the deliveries but it wasn't like i did like 100 deliveries that week i did maybe like 60 but they would tack on like people were that desperate to get these items shit was crazy then plus it was like in newport and laguna and area so going to some really nice houses and some insane cribs yeah see that would be yeah like why not right like you got nothing going on Dude, it was crazy. I felt like, you know what it reminded me of? It was like when we grew up in the hood and then we went to like uh, Eastlake or a gated community for trick-or-treating. And you're just like, damn, oh, this, yeah, is, this, this is how the other side. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. that shit. For sure, bro. Yeah, Going to yeah. some nice ass houses, gated communities. You're like, Jesus Christ, what do these people do for a living? Damn. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And it's like, oh, yeah, like it's, it's, it's our summer home. It's like, oh, meh. yeah, I'm here for like summer, just, too. Just to see what they uh, what they spend money on it. Yeah, on, on like, you know, what you're what you're willing to upcharge for, how much money you're willing and, to spend. And all of them are families and all of them have like all of them have a lot of kids. And like usually one parent only works and it's I'm just fucking grounded. Yeah, like, man, what does this person do for a living? Dude, seriously, that's why I like all those videos of that guy that goes up to people in nice cars and asks them what they do for a living. <laughs> I'm married. It's like, why not? Everyone's thinking it. I'm married. Yeah, that's the exactly. best answer ever. I like that. So check this out. Oh shit! Is that Alan Jr.? I did get the permission to to put this. I'm not being rude here. That's uh, hold on. He told me the name. Walter Paul Kenzie. Ah, Walter Paul. Jesus. Born at uh, born December sixth at six twenty eight p.m. Central Standard Time weighing in at six pounds eleven ounces. That's kind well, of a little guy. He's a little guy, yeah. Twenty I inches. I want to say guy. the norm is like like high sevens, right? Low eights would be the norm. Yeah. So so normally uh, Al would be here. I want to say this is like the first episode he's ever missed. Not that I don't enjoy talking with you one on one, but um, he said the show must go on because he's 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 uh, in the hospital with. Uh, that's crazy water broke last night and looks like the little guy just came about an hour or two ago dude that's so cool walter paul kenzie jesus sounds like father paul i'm gonna gonna call him father paul (laughs) walter paul god damn it walter yeah i have to do (laughs) with this man (laughs) yeah he could be walter white for halloween it'd be great see i like walter i don't like walt here i am giving opinions on this newborn (laughs) <laughs> not only that but you guys have like this very similar names walter frank like very similar very era appropriate just, just grounded 50s. rooted names yes just strong 
strong like 1900s like names like Bartholomew and shit like that. Yeah, strong name when you say it. Yeah, we we got weak names. We don't a, have we don't have weak names. We have uh, a lot of gender fluid names. Yeah, there's a lot of that that flip flop kind of. Yeah. Which I I mean I don't mind to be honest, but it is a little weird when you like see somebody and they have a strong like guy's name and it's a girl. You're just like, oh, I guess. Here you go. I think we've been over this before, but we'll, we'll go over it again. Why not? Here's the top ten uh, names in the United States for 2021 for guys. Definitely Michael's in there. Uh, no. Really? Nah, no, no. We I'm fell off, you. bro. O- Oliver's number one. What? Declan. Is number two, Tony, man. We, how do you Theodore. even? You don't even know how to spell that, bro. I yeah, well, I, I'm looking at it. But how would you spell Declan if you had to? Declan, just like a deck, and then fucking L Y N at the end. <laughs> that that's actually like a a really funny way to. I that's that's how I kind of would have do. It's D E C L A N, Declan, Declan. That's not a that's not a word. <laughs> Theodore is three. Jasper Theo. is four. I feel like this list Jasper? is fucking with me. Silas is five. How do you, like the fucking drug? Oh, no, that's the Alice. Silas, C-S-I-L-A-S. Liam is six. Asher is seven. Finn is Asher eight. Asher Roth. That's all I think of. <laughs> I think of Blumpkins when I think yeah. of Asher. <laughs> King of the Blumpkins. Uh, nine is Owen and ten is Ethan. These are these are the most popular white names. I haven't heard like any other like fucking kind of names. Well, I'm sure they go by like pure numbers and like just on on by pure numbers more white babies would be named than any other baby. Well, yeah, probably that's still true in America. Declan, Jasper. Declan. How the fuck is Jasper a name? Jasper. Here's the here's the gals. These are a little better. Isn't Jasper fucking a a rapper from um Odd Future? Almost positive. Maybe. Almost positive. Wow, they have a that's crazy. They have a gender neutral category. You said it. Told Here's you. what's gender neutral. Let's hear that first. Frank. Will- <laughs> Willow. Oh. Ezra. Ezra. How do you even? Rowan. Roads. Roods. James. Quinn. Quinn. Logan. Logan is not gender neutral. Super not. Kai, K-A-I, Kai. River, moon. River. River. Avery and Luca. Luca's a boy's name. How is that gender neutral? I, Luca? Isn't, isn't there like a Disney thing that came out? Yeah, it's called Luca? Made one, Luca. Yeah, right? Um, that's funny because um, Pal really likes Liam. and For a gal? Sh- for a g- guy. Oh, okay. And Logan for a boy too. Logan's Logan. Logan's a strong name. I like Lo- Logan. Is? I like Logan. Yeah, it sounds like you murder people for a living. I like <laughs> Logan because of uh, Wolverine. That was his first name. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, dude, this is how far you've fallen off. Hold on, I still don't even see your name. You used to be number one for like thirty years. In the nineties, for Michael seventy sure. seventh. That's no way. Where's Muhammad? <laughs> I don't see. Where's Muhammad. Jesus? We ain't giving up on that name either. Dude, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. These are. My sister just had a kid. She named it Maxwell. 
That's nice. I like Maxwell. I like it too. That's like even a better name if he ends up being gay. I like that's like the <laughs> perfect like gay guy name, Maxwell. Maxwell, you think? Fuck yeah, that's such a smooth name, dude. What's would you go by Max? No, it's Maxwell. Well, see, that's the thing because she she was Maxwell having, of the Wellingtons. She was having trouble naming the kid. They both were. They couldn't decide on a name. She likes Maxwell, but she doesn't like Max. I was like, wait, if you, you don't have control over that, you know, like one hundred percent. Don't. Like you kind of do. You can call your kid whatever you want, but you can't control what the world calls him. I do. I do like Maxwell. Max is fine. I like. Max, I, mean, I don't. I don't hate Max. At Max all. is cool, but I get it because it kind of does sound like a dog name. Max. Yeah. Come here, Max. Yeah, but I, I like Maxwell. Name, right? I honestly love Maxwell. I liked yeah, it a lot because um, first time I ever heard it was in uh, the movie Hitch. One of the guys' names is Maxwell, and he's like a really put together man with a suit and tie. Looks very prestigious. I think that was the selling point for me and Maxwell. Nice. See, it's crazy. We just associate it with what we, with what we know. Because there's names I'm sure that you that you hate that I would. That Frank. I, uh, that, yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a daily struggle. I understand it. Um, no, my favorite is when people ask you if you're actually Frank or you're Franklin. Oh yeah, I get it all the time. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's it is funny though. And then my my favorite for me is when people ask me what I like to be called, and then I, like, does it matter? Because you're gonna call me the first like instinctual thing that relates to Michael, whether it's Mike, fucking Michelle, Miguel. Yeah, you're gonna say what you're gonna say. Yeah. There's people that. that hey, Mikey. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, I can't tell you how many nicknames I have. Like, I don't give a shit at this. Frankie point, Cheeks. Call me whatever. There you go, Frankie Cheeks, France. <laughs> France. Fr- Frankel. Francois. Francis of Assisi. Frank the Tank. Yep. I do miss that one. I still have you in my phone as that. Ever since high school, dude. Hasn't changed. That's what's up. And then also your avatar is a picture of the uh, the giraffe that's fallen on the ground. It says, come on, Frank, get the fuck up or something like that. It's supposed to be like drunk. (laughs) Uh, He still lives. He's still in there. He's sleeping. He's hibernating. Bro, when's the last time he polished off two 40 ounces of beer? Dude, that just, it just, it makes me feel like I would expand. It doesn't seem fun. No, it just seems like so much. Like one, I feel like one I would enjoy, but two, that's, that's a challenge. Now we're that's working like, on uh, something. It's like we're, it's like we're Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and we've realized that we're naked. Like we, we, we know our limitations, now, you know, like we never would have thought of that before. It wouldn't even have been, a, it wouldn't even registered as a thought. Like, could I down these two forty ounces? It's like, no, like I think you're going to down these. I just want to let you know, that's probably the first fucking relation of trying to relate 40 ounces and Adam and Eve together. But it's so true. I guess, you know, teach their it's own, so bro. True. I'm picking up what you're putting down, you know, you know, like, I, like, and may, maybe just cause it gets to the point, but like, I'd rather just down like uh two three glasses of whiskey uh i think for for 40 you probably have to down like half a bottle for two yeah dude malt liquor is a lot of alcohol content it's like 90 percent especially if you're doing like fucking old english English. do you know a lot of the 40s aren't 40s anymore and a lot of the 32s are plastic it's fucked up there's a whole point of a 40 you drink it and then you have a weapon that's you where know? the nostalgia comes from, is the glass. Yeah, because you throw it on the ground and it breaks. 
Yeah, I do miss those. It was always a treat when you would show up with just 40 ounces, unannounced. Yeah, it did that yeah, a lot. Well, this is what I'm doing yeah. tonight. Mickey's? I don't, I don't. I didn't want to do this. <sighs> this, this is what I'm here for. How you digging the spot, out. dude? Yeah, the spot's cool, man. Were you um, hanging Christmas lights on that spot? No, no, no. That's what I thought. I was like, Oh, no way. I don't care. I was, <laughs> I was telling <laughs> I was telling Paulie and I was like, he's probably decorating his spot, dude. He's probably proud, fucking wants to see the lights from the street. Hey, there will be lights here before too long. Um I gotta get a tree. You gonna get a tree? No, I actually sold my tree. I don't have room for a tree. What I have a great mean? spot for a tree, but I don't have I don't have room for a tree. Just get a little four footer. Get a little Charlie Brown. I'm gonna get yeah, I'm gonna get something. It's like I don't know, maybe like two and a half feet like that. Put on a table or something. Like a real real or or no, Target? No, no. Yeah, just fake. No, I was at my mom's putting up Christmas. Dude, I haven't put up Christmas lights probably since I've moved out of the house. Hey, your legs sore? Not my legs, dude. My fucking stress level. I had to get on the roof, man. And yeah, it just reaff- reaffirmed every fear <laughs> I've ever had. I of thought heights? I was over it, dude. Yeah. Oh, bro, you're super afraid of heights. I couldn't. And that's not even that high up on yours. It's, it's what, like eight go, feet, if that, on the lo- on the edge. I feel like it's probably closer to ten. I'll give you eight. It's probably closer to ten. But could you it's touch? Could you touch the top of the roof with your hand from the ground? It, yeah, like the yeah, garage. I'd have to jump. Oh, okay, then it's probably higher than eight yeah. feet. I think it's higher than eight feet. I don't know. I can't remember it now. But we got one of those, you know, those little la- like the ladder that you like, you just you, you just place on the ground and you, you slide it up. It ag- yeah, and so I'm up there and I'm like, and and it's sloped, right? Like where I'm putting, <laughs> it's like it's on an angle and it's a pretty decent angle, and I'm just thinking like, fuck, all it's gonna take is one move. <laughs> so like, I went all the way around to the back side of the house because I know that the roof there is flat, and I got up on that side. Oh. Um, but dude, it was terrifying. I was stressed, hardcore stressed. I haven't been that stressed a long time for heights. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, putting on Christmas lights on the roof. Not a big fan. No, yeah, just like like even if you weren't afraid of heights, it's a pain in the in the ass, man. Because you don't want to fall. There's that. Yeah. Your main you goal. Your main goal is not putting up lights. Your main goal is not falling. Right. And then your second goal is to put up these fucking lights. And it's like it's the shingles are sticky. But they're also disintegrating at the same time. You know, like the the tack doesn't stay always. Yeah. It kind of crumbles. Well, you don't uh, you don't ghetto style and fucking nail it to the fucking roof? Ruin the roof? No, we my mom found these clips. They're amazing. They just yeah. they just like slide right into the shingle. I remember it's the great. clips were a big thing like ten years ago, but they were kind of cheap and nails are still like the the shit. But yeah, you don't want to ruin your roof. Yeah, for sure. It's an old roof. Thing. Dude, I was laughing my ass off of the thing I tagged you in. She's a Butte Clark, that big ass Christmas dude, tree in that minivan. That big tree and that little it wasn't even a minivan, dude. It's like a CRV. <laughs> She's a Butte Clark. Did you see that house? I don't even know if it was in Chicago, but it was all it was all made up like the the Christmas vacation house. It had the the trailer out back or out front, and it had like little mannequins of of uh, Eddie. And oh really? Clark and all the lights and yeah, it was pretty cool. And they were they were doing it for toys for tots. So you like go into the RV and drop off a toy. It was pretty neat. All right, this is a uh, controversial topic, mm-hmm. but is um, Die Hard a Christmas movie? You know, I'm gonna make a confession here. 
that I've only seen Die Hard I knew you're once. Say some du- dumb shit, dude. And it was last year. I knew you and it was say great. Some dumb shit. It was great. And it and I, I I'll accept it as a Christmas movie. Thank you. I think I it is too. It. If I'll the if, it as a Christmas movie. if the movie is during the period of time of Christmas, how can it not be a Christmas movie? Even if it has nothing to do with Christmas. Right, because like, think about Home Alone. Home Alone. True. Really, only had to do with Christmas. Hey, in low that key, it that's was a, during that's a, Christmas. That's a child Die Hard movie. Low key. <laughs> <laughs> low key. Bro, how are you gonna like dude how are you gonna sure. throw paint cans and then like a bowling pin? I don't even know what that was, and then like electrocution, like two hundred forty volts. Like right. okay. It's kinda scary for a child to see. Yeah, exactly. But Marv, you know. I think it has hilarious. to be a Christmas movie if it if it surrounds if it like if the focal point or like it, it ends up on Christmas Day. Hundred percent. By the way, even That's worse. Did you hear? Uh, did you see they're redoing Home Alone? I did see that. Ooh, Fucking I'm... terrible. It's with a uh, homegirl from The Office. It's just too much. It's too soon. Who from The Office? Um, Pam. Not Pam. The girl who replaced Pam later on in like the end of the season. Oh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, Kimmy yep. Schmidt. Thank you. I, don't, I forget her name. You're yeah, beautiful no and you look like a rainbow. <laughs> I saw <laughs> I saw today that there's a, a Harry Potter reunion. Dude, hyped, bro. Are you? Hyped. You know it's lame because JK Rowling's not there, but But that's what I'm saying. What, what's the point? Like hundred percent. like get them all on a panel and talk 100%. about it. Like, like what's the story gonna be? But I think I think the franchise is um obviously it's JK Rowling. But it's like Game of Thrones too. It's like nobody really gives a fuck about the author. So do you think it's they, gonna go they the way care of like about s- the actors? You think they're gonna go the way of Star Wars, where it's just like somebody takes creative control and like extends it? And I don't know. She's still in charge, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I nobody has talked about her like not getting invited, or if she was invited and she just said, you know, no, thank you. It's just like as if she doesn't exist. That's how they're acting. Um, <laughs> That's weird. Well, she just says some weird shit, and then she does say some weird shit. But that, like why the, should that exclude you from? Like, by the way, creation? Dumbledore was smacking cheeks with fucking with Voldemort or some <laughs> shit like that. And I'm like, all right, dude, this fucking franchise was just finished like five years ago. But I guess we needed that information. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. But I forgot it, about that. She yeah. made Dumbledore gay. <laughs> yeah. Or he was bi or something. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I really wanted her to be there. Do you think that was convenient? I'm just thinking back. I, I literally just rewatched the Harry Potter movies. Because there's no like inclination that he was gay. But there also was no love interest. So in uh, the Fantastic of Beasts, I'm going to ruin that. The like prequels of the Harry Potters. I haven't seen those. The The first one's really good. The second one's whatever. Um, Magical they, beasts and how to find them. Yeah, this they hint at that. Oh, really? Yeah, because the antagonist, who's the bad guy, right? That's the antagonist. Was that the protagonist? Yes. Yeah. Um, he Dumbledore can't like go get him for whatever reason, and the protagonist is like, "Why not?" And then you come to find out that they had like a, a deep bond or a relationship, and they can't mm. like hurt each other or something because they have this spell. Yeah, interesting. Spoiler alert. 
But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's obviously the best franchise of all time. You know, Star Wars was the best franchise, but after this pile of shit, um, I can't say it's it's you know. It had its lead slip too, even after even after the first. But if we're talking about core three, yeah, it's hard hard not to put Star Wars up there. What do you what do you what wakes up what makes you wake up in the morning? <laughs> Other than butthole pleasures. I just I'm just trying to think of like it's kind of an unfair comparison because they they had seven installments of, of it in Harry Potter to like really distill the story down and like they did a really good job at it too. Like so they, if, they took advantage of all of the time that they had. True. Um But to my understanding it was four books at first, right? I don't even know. I remember. You remember that there was four. I know she had like everything. And then they came out with the fifth. And then they rolled out with like uh, the Half-Blood Prince or, or whatever after that. I remember there was four right off the bat. I feel like she had the story kind of from start to finish before the first book even came out. That's how I understood I don't know. She had to because the way she put it all together was really oh, fucking impressive. Because everything made sense. Nothing was forced. Like Star you heard, Wars. You heard the, <laughs> Nothing the was rumors fucking forced. about... Um, well, not rumors. Just like how it's like like very like Christianity influenced. Like the themes between the Bible and Harry Potter. Have you heard about this at all? These little theories. So I would imagine Voldemort's the devil. Something like that. Just like the archetypical who's du- things. Who's Dumbledore? He's not God. That's what I was trying to think. Maybe. McGonagall's God, bro. <laughs> I, I think the better comparison. Peter Pettigrew is G- Judas. Judas. Yeah. You have Judas. Yeah. You got. Uh, uh, I guess Harry Potter is Jesus. Who would be? Who would He's be the chosen one. Who's the Snape? Uh, I don't know. I feel like Snape became its Peter. own archetype, like that, like that self-sacrificing. potion not so fast. <laughs> I think the better comparison, though, would be um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but it beats Lord of the Rings. But I think Lord of the Rings is better than Star Wars. Um, Literature-wise, you can't really beat Lord of the Rings. Right. You can't. Um, but franchise-wise, just movies. Um, yeah, I mean, they are doing I just that. like the story better. Well, it's funny because if you don't have Lord of the Rings, you don't have a lot of things. You don't have Game of Thrones. You know, mm-hmm. no way that shit exists without Lord of the Rings, which is funny because a lot of Game of Thrones fans don't like or never watch Lord of the Rings or it's not their cup of tea. I'm like, it's both the same medieval like sci-fi shit. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar. I mean, they even had dragons in Lord of the Rings. Did you they? Know, like, oh, they, they did. did. You shall not. 
Pops. Right, yeah. Fucking <laughs> epic, epic scene in the movie, man. They, and Tremendous. Lord of the Rings did have uh, better actors. I definitely like the story of Lord of the Rings more than I like the story. But of why were they pushing up so much butt sex with Sam and, and Frodo? Because there was, ah, there I was feel no. Like that's natural. Because come on, man, you're going, you're going on the epic journey of a lifetime, and you have one person with you to keep you sane and stable, and to go through the shit that you've been through, but also like doesn't have the weight and responsibility of the ring is doing it for you like come on man like Bro, you you wouldn't develop a, a weird, unique kind of love there were some there were some broke back mountain things going on not saying it's wrong i'm just saying when i when people read the book i didn't think that shit was going on i think i think it was i don't know well in harry it's a very natural progression hold on but in harry potter you never get any kind of sexual tension between any but, of the three of but, them but but no, that's not true. Her- uh, Hermione and Ron well, have no. sexual tension, but but it's but like a, sh- it's like a crush thing, though. Yeah, it's not like this. Read between the lines. Read what I'm saying, and everything's like kind of like getting misinformed. But with with Lord of the Rings, you have you have it's just them two and Gollum, but it's just them two. They're There's the only a- two humans. That they really ever see after they leave know, the Shire. I don't even know what Gollum is, though. Or hobbits. Hobbits. Go- Gollum wasn't Gollum a hobbit? He was like a tormented being. Yeah, he just like obsessed with the ring. One but ring to rule them. Before he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and that's the thing. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't think of that without without thinking of Clerks too. Yeah, it's just so funny because it is, it is like they did lay it on thick for sure, for sure. Dude, that's that's the best comparison. We was talking about Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But no, I'm excited about uh, Harry Potter. I'm yeah, super excited. Yeah, I'll be. I just, I'm just interested. I want to see what the content's about. What do they have to say? Pal and I. It's just the 20th anniversary of fucking the first movie, Frank. 20 years since the first movie. Do you remember seeing the first movie? Hell's yeah. I do too. I was super hyped. I'm pretty sure I saw it at Sweetwater in National City. Did you really? Almost positive. I saw it at AMC Palm Promenade. Damn, that was when it was brand new, dude. That was like the the shit. Twenty four mm-hmm. theaters mm-hmm. in the south? Are you kidding me? Hell yeah, that's where we saw it. My dad hated it. Really? I actually thought it was a good movie. First yeah, time I we saw were, it, he took us to see that movie. He also took us to see uh, Pokemon the movie. Dude, you cry when when Ash fucking died. Did he die? He dies and then he comes back to life. The tears of the Pokemon bring him back to life, bro. Come on, dude. He turns into stone. Don't or, even remember it. Nah, dude. That was the shit. Don't even remember it. Have you watched Dune yet? I haven't watched Dune yet. Speaking I haven't of watched Dune yet. I just started the uh, the Get Back. Uh, speaking of Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson directed a uh, Get Back documentary for the Beatles. Um not what I was expecting to see when I when I turned it on. A lot of acid. Uh, none at all. That's disappointing. It's uh, it's very tense. Oh, because you like said the, it was the later years, right? It was like the last album. Yeah, it was so right they're pretty they mu- they were pretty much over each sure. other, dude. Over each other, like yeah. Because at that point Beatles. in time, they're already worth a lot of money, successful in their own ways. For yeah. sure, like so, it was kind of crazy because. You know, we weren't there, and I, I don't really know the timeline, but they kind of do a good job at the beginning of setting it up. 
and like they didn't expect the success that they had. They didn't think it would last. <coughs> and then they began to feel like the negative side effects of fame when John Lennon said, I didn't know how famous this was, but he said that the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. And he said it in jest, obviously, like obviously, you know, but but at the time, you know, everywhere that they went, they couldn't stop panties from dropping like autonomously with nobody touching anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like people were losing their ever living mind over the Beatles. And so he said that, and I guess it caused a lot of controversy and people were like super upset with them. And they were like, dude, fuck this. Like if this is fame, I don't want it. Like, like we didn't do anything. We're just making music, you know, like that's all we're doing. So then it follows them in. And, and I guess for whatever reason that they had two weeks to complete a 14 track album. So right, record everything. Was that last album shit or was it actually pretty good? So that's so funny. I haven't seen the, I've only seen part one, but I couldn't help myself to look ahead and look up about that album. And it's like a very controversial album. People were like, yeah, this is not their best work, this, that, and the other, but it gave us, um, um, let it be. Oh, okay. It, it gave us, um, Get back. It gave us what else? Hold on. There's a couple of there's a couple of solid ones on there. No, but I'll um, I mean I'll second that to Across the Universe. Let it be. About the the panties dropping. Out. That's like twist and shouts, like the fucking wop of the time, bro. Yeah, dude, it was. It Just shake it, shake it, baby, now. Oh, no. We can't. None of this. Yeah, we can't yeah. have any of this. We can't have the. Dude, they what were losing their nonsense. fucking minds in the stands when you see the live performance. Still um, one of my favorite YouTube videos to watch. Oh, yeah. Is that the is that the Ed, Ed Sullivan show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. All like but, standing like fucking robots. Yeah, yeah, dude, with the little bowl cut hair yep. straight from Liverpool. But they're, uh, you know, it's crazy because you watch this this documentary and you just see how skilled a munition, a musicians they are, dude. They're insane. Their process is so like, it's like creative, but but extremely rigid and methodic at the same time. Like they speak a different language than you and I, and yeah. the way that they even go about their tension is weird. It's not like this emotional blow up fest, fight lash out. There's tension, but they actually like communicate. Dude, as that's individuals. That's like one of like my time travel dreams. I want to go and like be on a fly on the wall of like some great albums in the past history and how they're created. Like, can you imagine being in like Hawaii when uh, my uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy was created? Seeing all those artists in there creating all those songs, seeing like the production going on and shit like that. Yeah, same. So, and just so, seeing so, it like how they like fall onto this song. Right, right. It's exactly it. Like, so, so Get Back was the same way. It was just Paul McCartney just trying to figure it out. He's playing the guitar. He's just trying to figure out the lyrics. And he's just like going through gibberish. And then he gets it. And it's just so amazing to see. You're like, holy, people, millions of people have sang those lyrics. And he just sprouted them up out of his head. But I love that you brought that up because I was thinking the exact same thing when I was watching this. Because they had to really go back and dig for this footage of this, yeah, who's of this recording, recording. Or, or so it was like a combination album recording slash documentary. 
So they had hundreds of hours of, of footage and audio and all this. And through modern technology, they just spent painstaking hours isolating people's voices so you could get each different one. So the documentary that was put out was called Let It Be. And um, that was the name of the album, and it was this whole thing. And apparently Let It Be, the documentary was kind of whatever. So they went back, they grabbed all this footage, and then they, they scrubbed it, edited it all, and uh, they made what you have now. And it's it's really well done. I mean, like from a production standpoint, they fucking killed it. But, um, but it got me to thinking, like, how many artists of, like, the 80s, 90s, and now, and now, <laughs> um, are we going to see about this in 30, 40 years, you know? How many Kanye documentaries? How many Michael Jackson documentaries? How many uh you know whoever bro yeah i'm 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 really excited because I, I i apparently there's a led zeppelin one that came out this year that's about to come up on on uh to the public in some shape or form i don't know but which album is it going to talk about it's it's called becoming led zeppelin so is it i called don't know stealing music 101 no nah, that's already been well documented <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm super down i mean I was listening to the Drake Champs uh, podcast with, uh, with Kanye West, and a lot of it, uh, a lot of what he said made sense. Like sixty percent of what he said is like, some, you know, it makes sense, and then forty percent is just like batshit Kanye West crazy. But yeah. no, it's just like the first time he's actually interviewed, like an actual open interview where there's nothing held back, um, and it sounds like. Yeah, that there that he wants to start like documenting and shit like that, with like his future projects. Yeah, dude, I'm all for it. Yeah, I want to yeah, see inside. Record the process. Yeah, I know for sure. I feel like if you're in your, if you're like in your rise or like your peak or whatever, like there's a want to protect what you have because you you think it's special and people, obviously, they, you you would think it's special because people respond to you. The way that they they would Kanye West, but um, I yeah I would I would love to see that process. I want to know how that how all that shit comes together. You know, like you know, it'd be a sick one. They probably they kind of did it behind the music, but like Sublime. Ooh, yes. if they had any recording like studio, because they did the behind the music on Bradley, but did I they? don't think they went into the the their last album that deep. That'd be sick. I wonder if it's out there. I wonder if there's just like some footage that's waiting to be. I was thinking about them yesterday. Just like, man, how 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 many people come like do you come across like they're the fucking Van Gogh of their time. Yeah. Like like they spawned a generation of music. Yeah. You don't think of fucking you don't think a. of like 90 ska without thinking of Sublime. Or like modern U.S. reggae yeah. or any of that shit, like all of that, was because Sublime. Were they kind of like the first white artists to dabble into reggae? But just the way they did it, like reggae, hip hop, like ska band. Just I don't know, man. Like it's it's that mix. Like I feel like they're the first ones to kind of play with that with that mixture of sounds and music and spawned a genre. Yeah, it was definitely like an off play of like punk. Like their style was definitely kind of like rock, you know, hardcore. But in the sense that you were saying, they definitely had reggae vibes to it. And then they that mixture created like their own version of ska. But yeah, it's, yeah, dude. it's legends. It, it, it works. 
drips like honey. It's fucking beautiful. When are we going to get in the booth with Al, though? <laughs> you know, I was thinking today, I saw this thing. It was like a, it was like a, I don't know, like somebody trying to do an advertisement for, for like getting vaxxed in America. And it was like some stupid corny rap. And I was like, why does everything have to be a rap? Or a rhyme, yeah. Just to relate yeah, it. Why does everything have to be a they rap? They have to relate, to relate it to the cool people. kids, bro. I suppose. Who do you think you're fooling? Yeah. It was like two like very white people talking about Vax America. It's the same thing with like fucking acronyms. Like dra- like dare, you know? It's like, yeah. yeah, acronyms don't fucking work. But there's a utility to acronyms because you remembered it. Yeah, but it's like they do it. They they mix up the words in order to be like useful, and it's like yeah, cool. for sure. Yeah, no, but I'm um, trying to get in the booth, bro. You trying to get in the booth? I'm trying to support you getting in. The why? Booth. Why won't you get in the booth? I, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to add create, creatively. I heard something today, and I was like, "Fuck, this is this is lame." Because I kind of relate to it that like the cur- the creative curve of of adults, but men in particular. Starts to go down dramatically after 27. I'm thinking like, fuck, I, I feel that. Like, I, I don't feel as creative as I used well, to be. Well, what is like creativity in the sense of just like you slip in the sense of creating like actual decent content than you would like 10 years ago? Yeah, I think it's because like you're you're like willing to trade in um, spontaneity with structure. So like your whole life is not is, is, yeah. is it's like you lose exactly. that part of you like you're, there's no you're point. trying to create something that has like bounds to it where before it was like whatever I'm gonna go drink two forties and not even think yeah. about it you know that I feel but that, honestly that's what it is you know like you just have that that mindset I, I feel yeah I feel like as you get, as you get older and, and not that we're old but like even this age you would have to fight to be a creative. If that wasn't what your life was surrounded with already, because you get the yeah. time. I mean, you're fucking. You're engaged. You're thinking about a life that's serious. Like that's serious shit. You know, like create creativity could be serious, but I don't know that it's born out of seriousness. Yeah, I got like nine months to come out of the closet. <laughs> well, here's your platform, brother. And you know, that's what I'm saying. Well, fucking. That's what. That's what you should use the title as, Michael, coming out of the closet. And that's a perfect way to end. We are at an hour. Um, <laughs> we've we've made progress. Um, what am I supposed to say here? Uh, you you can find us on uh, multiple socials: uh, Twitter at FriendshipNH, uh, Instagram and TikTok at FriendshipNewsHour, and you can send us an email: bummerdude.media at gmail.com. That's bummerdude.media at gmail.com. Uh, Have you guys thought about making an OnlyFans? Yes. We haven't. We haven't just thought about it. You got to expand your horizons. You got to be everywhere, Frank. You got to be everywhere. You got to be on Reddit. Reddit. Only, only fans. fans. Pornhub. Let's not get too strong. Maybe YouTube. There's non-pornography on Pornhub. Yeah, I, there's uh, How to Find Slope is on Pornhub. Is it really? I swear to God. It's like one of the most popular videos. How do you find slope? Y equals MX plus B, dog. Oh, man. It's like fucking heroin in my <laughs> <laughs>